Hey, welcome to the V-Twin Gypsy Motorcycle Podcast, where we're here to talk to you about motorcycle adventures in Maine, from our rolling mountains to our lush forests and our acceptable roads when they're maintained accordingly, as well as any motorcycle-related topics that we may have to discuss. And trust me, there are definitely some things coming down the pipeline that aren't good news for us in Maine. So thanks for stopping by and giving us a listen. Enjoy. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for stopping by and giving us a listen over at the V-Twin Gypsy Podcast. Tonight I'm going to be chatting about living with COVID as a biker. Not much changed, to be honest. A lot of people out there have their window shopping excursions, their mall walking, their other visiting of public places that has been disrupted and put on hold with this entire situation. We don't have that problem. All we have to do is the same thing we do every year when it gets warm. Go outside, throw a leg over the iron, turn the key, start it, and ride away. Gas pumps are still running. Gas stations' doors are still open. You need drinks, you need food. Not the greatest food, but it's something. And that's the beauty, one of the benefits of riding motorcycles. There are things that you can allow to interfere with your day and interfere with the things you love doing, but only if you allow it. There are a lot of people out there that are weekend warriors or you know, weekend riders, people who they wait till it's 65 to ride and they put it away when it hits 45, call it square. But you have a lot of people out there who don't care if it's snowing, don't care if it's raining, don't care if it's wind that you see once every half a decade. Dude, the first year I had a motorcycle, I got wrapped up in one of the like aftershocks of a hurricane that came up the east coast from Florida. I ended up uh, going out to a Walmart parking lot to help out a friend of mine. She got followed, was alone in the car, and these people were just sitting in the car. She didn't want to get out. I'm like, all right. So I headed over there. By the time I got there, they'd taken off. Cart boy being around scared him off. I don't know. Long story short, I went over there. We hung out, chatted. She was hitting the hay. I'm like, yo, can I sleep on your couch? She's like, no, you got to dip. I'm like, all right. So I go outside, and oh, it's raining. So sleeping out by the bike outside in that rain, I wasn't doing it. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll ride home. So I get on the road, and I'm not over the center line or quite on it, but I'm pretty close to the center line, and I got hit with every piece of a tree that was not the roots. Every gust of wind would blow me from the center of the road to one shoulder or the other. I mean, it did not matter how badly you looked when you rode. Like, you could have been absolutely smashed. No one would have pulled you over that night because there's no way they could tell. (laughs) I rode back from a job one day last summer, the summer before that, and uh, from eastern Maine? Yeah, eastern Maine. I think it was Callis. Callis, yep. From Callis to Brewer, Maine. And uh, I got caught up on uh, Route 1A, which extended it more than I would have liked it to. Took me down towards like Ellsworth, which is out of the way. Could have gone right up, what is it, Route 9, Route 15, or down. A lot shorter. But was listening to a GPS, stuck in my ear. Took me down Route 1, or up Route 1. Long route. I made it probably a third of the way before it started raining. It rained so hard. So hard. Glasses fogged up. 
had to flip them off my face. I'm sitting there, squinted-eyed, going 25, 30 miles an hour on routes that are posted for 55, 60 miles an hour, riding the shoulder most of the time. I ended up pulling off into a gas station, trying to uh, just regroup a little bit. You know, when you ride in the rain, if you've ever ridden in the rain or ridden in the snow, like... It doesn't matter how small the raindrops seem to you when you're in a car or when you're on a bike or just looking outside. But when you're on a bike, if you're in a car going down the highway and it's raining, do yourself a favor or a favor to help you understand. Roll the window down. Pull your sleeve up if you got sleeves on. Stick your arm out the window for five minutes. Okay. Five minutes. A highway speed with a good rain. When you pull your arm in, I mean, if you can feel it, it doesn't feel good. You get hit in the face enough with snowflakes and raindrops. Every raindrop or snowflake is like a needle point to a nerve. Now imagine that for, I don't know, an hour at 35, 40 miles an hour sometimes. If you can go, go in that fast without being blind or hydroplaning. It's not fun. It gets overwhelming. Point is, some of us tough it out. Some of us, it's because of necessity. That night, it was definitely necessity. The previous story, necessity. Some of us just like doing it. It's a personal challenge. Even if no one cares when we tell, tell them about it, and they're like, oh, whatever, fuck you. Trying to brag. Still, personal challenge. Defeated. Because how many people actually do that shit? Even out of necessity. Let's face it, a lot of us are going to find an excuse, a way to get away from that to stop from having to ride in those conditions. I almost did. I pulled over about halfway through on the ride back from Callis and sat in a gas station parking lot underneath on and thinking to myself, should I go? Should I stay? Can I wait it out? Looking at the rain. Yeah, it's not going to stop for a while. And it didn't. It rained all night long. I got home, got off the bike. Everything was full of water. Every step was a squish, man. Like, it was bad. Like... You ever step in mud? Just feel that. Every piece of my clothing did that. It was dripping wet. Heavy wet. Turn the bike off. It sounds like it's going to die. Like it sucked up a bunch of water into the air and taken it. Probably did. Got inside. Took the boots off. Had to take them outside to dump them out. Or I might have actually taken them off in the garage and dumped them out in there. But they were full of water. Ugh, it was nasty. Point being, if that's not going to stop some of us, a shelter-in-place social distancing suggestion won't either. So if you ride, don't let yourself be caught up in this whole, how do I want to put it, hyped-up situation. Do your thing and enjoy it. Go ride. You're technically social distancing unless you ride side-by-side. If you wear a helmet, you technically got some sort of mask on, and if it's a good helmet, it has a little chin skirt or whatever that is to cover the bottom, you're good. You're really worried, stick like a couple coffee filters in there. CYOA, if they pull you over and try to give you grief, be like, oh, well, I'm doing the best I can. I don't know anyone who's going to give you too much shit in Maine. So go enjoy it. But for those who can't, for those who are struggling right now, I want you to reach out to the people around you, the people who couldn't get unemployment, to the people who own their own businesses and they're shut down and you can't get those loans, reach out to the people around you. Dude, 
most of us who are on, on unemployment, I was fortunate enough not to ever lose my job during this, but most of us that were on unemployment, I'm hearing are getting like 800 bucks a month. I mean, a week. There we go. That's better. They're making more than I made working DSP work, unless I did it overtime. So three weeks, seven days a week, 16 hours a day, pulling in like 1300 a week. Other than that, they're making more than I did. It was about five to 600 a week DSP work. So reach out to those people. Talk to them. In all honesty, I'm surprised that those people haven't reached out to you already. You get seven, eight people to all chip in a hundred bucks from their seven, eight hundred bucks a week, every week, just to help you out. They're making more than they were making before. They can stand apart with a hundred bucks. And now you get seven hundred bucks a week to help pay your bills when you were self-employed or you had your own business and you couldn't get the loan. We're supposed to come together like a community. It doesn't matter if we're bikers. It doesn't matter if we're millennials, Gen Zers, boomers, race, creed, religion. It does not matter. What this world is missing these days is community. We don't even know our neighbors. Let's take this opportunity to enjoy what we can enjoy. The things that are left to enjoy without being impeded. And let's take this opportunity to come together and really try to connect with one another. Something we have been sorely missing out on for a very long time. Very long time. This has been a little bit of a ramble, a little bit of a rant. If you listened all the way to this point, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, and I hope to hear from you soon.